Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the world champion of the world podcast. It's your man, Qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the year. It's the end of 2018. A new year is upon us. 2019 is breathing down our necks. Tear. <laughs> 2019 is ready to make its debut. All right. 2019 is 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 number 30 in the rumble, and and the countdown is coming. All right. Uh, yes, it's the end of the year. Uh, I've been taking some breaks here and there holiday season hope you guys have been having a uh, happy holidays um this is our holiday episode we already missed christmas so here we are <laughs> um it's not like a best of the year episode i think uh we we only started in july uh so i'm not going to i'm not going to do that because i haven't been with you guys for the whole year so i'm going to wait uh, 2019 will be the first year where I do, like, my best of the year, all that bullshit, um, so this year, uh, what I'm doing for the holiday episode is just things that I liked in 2018 in wrestling, uh, just things that I liked in 2018 in wrestling and a wish list for things that I, uh, for a few things that I want to see, uh, in 2019, so, uh, now that my shitty intro is out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and dive right into my list. Uh, we're going to start at number 10. Uh, number 10, uh, and this is no real particular order, I guess, of importance, but somewhat ordered by importance. <laughs> um, so, number 10, uh, Impact Wrestling is uh, one thing that I was happy for in 2018 um i feel like it's been a really good year for impact uh they bounced back from the whole uh broken controversy and fuck that owl chance uh they strengthened the roster uh brought in guys like brian cage uh tessa blanchard phoenix and pentagon jr um you know and then later on in the year guys like rich swan willie mack uh so just a bunch of different faces um, and they're all quick, uh, Ethan Page, uh, you know, so, uh, all ego, you know, so, uh, a bunch of guys who were quickly becoming big parts of the show, uh, some of them are even becoming, uh, some of them even became champions, uh, pretty quick, like Pentagon Jr. became a champ, uh, Brian Cage, uh, became the X Division champ, now is number one contender, Tessa Blanchard, women's champ, uh, knockouts champ, I mean, same thing, um, and then not to not to mention uh bound for glory uh this year great show um impact is is poised for uh, a really good 2019 uh going into homecoming um so uh looks like looks like things are on the up and up at impact uh they are they they they're doing good things there and that's definitely something that I'm happy, uh, happy for and happy to see in 2018. 
and hopefully continuing it into 2019. Uh, all right, next on the list, jumping into number nine, we have Chris Jericho. So from popping up in uh, New Japan, and I think this even kind of started uh, like late 2017, um, this run that Jericho's on. Uh, popping up in New Japan, dressing as Pentagon Jr. at All In, uh, the IC Championship run uh, in New Japan, uh, his cameos on being the elite, the boat cruise. Um, Jericho's just been doing a lot this year, adding to his legacy, uh, building the case as one of the true goats, uh, true best of all time. Um, because like Jericho had such a great run in the beginning of his career, um, such a great run as an in-ring guy, and now he's finding, like, this whole new thing, the, uh, to get over, like, starting going back to the list and, and everything like that, just, uh, different ways to get him, uh, to get himself over, get himself over with the crowd and keep himself over, uh, and with the way that wrestling fans are changing, too, uh, to be able to stay current, uh, where a lot of guys who are, uh, his age and were cool, uh, are not quite as cool anymore. Uh, and Jericho's always found a way to, to stay cool and not seem like he's trying to stay cool. So good job for Jericho. Um, all right. Number eight is the return of Pac, uh, or Neville. Um, I was super bummed when uh when Neville just disappeared off of our TV screens and then uh all of a sudden recently the clouds disappeared uh Neville returned to wrestling is now and is now active in Dragon Gate uh early 2019 uh we're going to be blessed with Pac versus Will Ospreay um in uh in Rev Pro uh, so that's that's gonna be a crazy match, um, and I'm sure uh, that that we're gonna be talking about that on this podcast and maybe on some other things because I might have a little announcement for you guys at the end of this. Um, so yeah, that's number eight. Pac is back, guys. Uh, number seven, uh, and this was solidified if you watched this week's episode of uh, NXT. Uh, number seven, uh, she is undefeated, undefeated, uh, Bianca Belair, um, she's my number seven, uh, there are a couple of wrestlers that I've enjoyed more than Bianca, uh, Belair this year, probably is a, uh, a, a short list, a really short list, uh, Brian Cage, uh, just every match that he has, I'm just a, I'm, I just read, I don't know, I'm marking out for Brian Cage, I'm a big Cage fan, um, but, uh, but yeah, it's a really short list as far as people who I've enjoyed more than Bianca Belair, everything that she does, uh, I think that she's been great as a character, uh, she seems to improve each, each time you see her, uh, she's, she's doing great in the ring, um, and each match, it's like she's pulling out something new or she's, she's getting better. You can tell that she's improved. Um, it's nice to see a strong black woman, uh, portrayed as such. Um, and, and I'm just a huge fan, uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, she's the queen, uh, number one contender for takeover, uh, 
in Phoenix against Shayna two-time, and I really can't wait to see that match. I think that match is going to be incredible. Um, Number six on my list. We're almost halfway through, guys. We are zooming. Um, Because I don't want to, like, take up all your time. This is a holiday episode. You know, you're probably, like, especially since I didn't drop this around Christmas time. This is, like, New Year's, so you're probably, like, half drunk or, like, hung over listening to this you know what i'm saying or maybe it's like january 2nd and the holidays are already over and you're at work and you're listening to me talk like i'm still in the holidays you can hear the break in my voice right and you're just like fuck you dude tell me about wrestling all right (laughs) um uh number six uh the improvement of 205 live and the integration of cruiserweights onto the main roster, um, which kind of almost sounds a little bit backwards because, like, if you remember when they announced 205 Live and they announced the cruiserweight division and them coming to Raw, they were already on uh, the main roster, and it was just like, yeah. But anyway, they've, uh, you know, they've they've done that better, and they've almost made uh, made us forget about that those dark days. Uh, 205 Live has gotten a ton better. Uh, it's a much better show. Uh, the The roster, uh, it the roster was always talented, but you just have uh, you have a much better managed show. It's not just random randomness anymore. Um, and at this point, uh, as far as them being integrated onto the main roster, you have. Leo Rush as Bobby Lashley's manager. You have uh, Drake Maverick, Rockstar Spud as the manager of AOP. Uh, Mustafa Ali is lighting things up on SmackDown, beating uh, Cien, uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, we've got him pinning the the WWE champion so you know Mustafa Ali is is getting ready to be the star that he deserves to be because we've seen him shining on 205 live but for some reason he wasn't able to get to the the gold there but now that uh now that he's on the main roster I feel like he is going to uh be a much bigger star than what he would have been if they had kept 205 live separate uh Mustafa Ali might end up being the MVP of the cruiserweight division. Like he might be the guy. Um there's there's just something about him and now he has that whole gear with the light up mask and and all that stuff. Like I saw that at WrestleMania and that that's something that can really get over. And now that they are putting now that they're showcasing him on the main roster, like imagine how many of those shits he's gonna be able to sell to kids. So uh you know, we turned we turned Daniel Bryan heel, and uh, Mustafa Ali might be the the new babyface to take that to fill that position that Daniel Bryan had. The new yes movement is the Mustafa movement. Okay, uh, number five, Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin, if he's not on your most improved list in twenty eighteen, then you're a hater. Uh, Corbin has improved so much. Uh, I've been a fan since uh, we used to count how long his matches would last in NXT. Uh, The booking wasn't always the best, uh, but 
he knocked the GM thing out of the park. Uh, he, uh, performance-wise, that is. Uh, so hopefully he'll get a push as a wrestler now, and uh, and then we'll get to see what he can do because I'm I'm ready to see I'm ready to see Baron Corbin as a wrestler uh, officially going after the belt and not trying to be the authority figure. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing Baron Corbin after that whole run as an authority figure. I wouldn't mind seeing Baron Corbin. Um, as the leader of a stable or the leader of some sort of group or or something like that i could i can buy corbin in a leadership role uh like that so i i think uh i think it would be interesting uh maybe you know have him flanked by a couple of nxt call-ups or something like that but uh but i don't know we'll see we'll see what they do with corbin i just i just hope that they they do more uh let's see here Number four on my list, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Impact has booked Tessa like a complete and total badass. Uh, She came on the scene and was relentless in her pursuit of getting the gold. Um, Now she has it. She's booked like a... Now that she has the gold, they have her booked like the real deal. Um, And... I actually have something on my uh, wish list for 2019 uh, that involves Tessa Blanchard. Uh, so we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, but eventually, we're gonna need Tessa versus Charlotte to happen for wrestling, just for just for just because. Uh, and I would like Tully, uh, I would like Tully Blanchard and and Ric Flair to be in attendance, of course. I'm sure they would like to be in attendance as well. Um, number three, we're just zooming through this list, guys, right? Uh, number three on my list is the return of Daniel Bryan. Uh, if you know me, if you know anything about me, you know that, uh, and, and you know anything about me and wrestling, you know that there are three things that are true. Uh, one, Eddie Guerrero, my favorite of all time. Two, huge Daniel Bryan mark three well those are probably the 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 two main things that you know and I guess three would be I'm also a a huge Shinsuke mark but uh but yes those those two those first two you're definitely gonna know those two um Eddie Guerrero Daniel Bryan uh not gonna lie man I shed real grown man tears uh out of my face uh, when I watched Daniel Bryan's retirement speech, um, and I did the exact same thing and shed those tears when he came back, uh, fight me or, you know what, uh, fight, fight for your dreams and, and your dreams will fight for you. Um, that's, that's, uh, oh man. And when he started like talking about, uh, talking about how, uh, how Bree held him down, like, I felt that, like, I was like, yo, my lady will hold me down, too, I feel you, I feel you, Brian, I feel that, like, that was, you know what I mean, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, uh, but, um, but I was, me personally, just as, as a fan, and then just beyond that, um, knowing how much Daniel Bryan loves wrestling, and, and missed being able to compete in the ring, uh, and then, like, seeing the smile on his face when he came back for WrestleMania, 
uh, and he's coming out to the ring to wrestle at WrestleMania. Like it was, it was just awesome. Uh, one of the uh, one of the best moments of the year. Uh, probably one of my best moments uh, personally as a fan. Um, one of the most uh, one of those times where you get like real like when when you get the real feelings like the that's uh that's what i really love about wrestling uh when you get down to it so um so yeah so that was a so that was a big moment for me um and it's huge on my uh 2018 and now to see him all the way back fully back heel turn champ really performing living it up like you know he's loving it so uh so it's 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 just really cool um number three return to daniel bryan number two well number two is uh the man becky lynch i'll admit i wasn't super uh familiar with becky lynch before she showed up in nxt uh i wasn't like i'm i wasn't one of those guys who was watching a lot of shimmer um and stuff like like I was aware of it, and I knew who uh, there were there were uh, people who I did watch. Like I knew about um, Sarah Del Rey. I knew about uh, cheerleader Melissa. Uh, you know, like there there were there were the ones that you heard about and that you saw, and you'd be like, okay, yeah, that like this is cool. But I wasn't at at that time. I wasn't. Uh, into women's wrestling enough um to to check out full female cards at the time um the four horse women changed that for me and then eventually i started being like okay well where'd they come from and who are these other people and what's going on so uh, i i eventually went back and did more homework than the people who i was already uh familiar with uh but anyway um it's crazy to see how she went from and where women's wrestling uh the focus in wwe has gone from when she first showed up uh in nxt to now uh the the two holiday shows uh in chicago and madison square garden uh were both main evented by the women uh so i think it's great um but uh and now look at Becky she's probably the hottest uh the hottest star in the company she's the number one thing going the best thing smoking um it was uh it was great to see Becky um because i feel like the other four horsewomen had all gotten like that significant push like oh this is this one and this is this one and becky was they i don't know if they knew who she was um fully and i saw john cena say that and uh i saw john cena say something similar in a in an interview like he never knew who becky lynch was but now he does uh and i think she uh, she always knew who she was but um it was it was finding that way to all right this is how i'm gonna say it on television and and bring it across to where the 
the people in the back understand who she is. Because I think we as fans, we all knew that Becky is a fighter and, and we all knew that Becky was fiery, straight fire. Like we knew who Becky was. Um and that and that she had this in her. Uh so that's that's why the fans got so behind her on the way to SummerSlam. Um and and everybody you know, the the Becky Balboa, like everybody was with it. Uh, and that's why the the heel turn at SummerSlam didn't work uh, because the fans were like, "Nah, we're with it. We're we we rolling with Becky now." Um, even though I still maintain that the way that they wrote it, Becky should have been the heel, but we were just we were just rolling with Becky at this point. Like you know what I mean? And and that's and that's also a, a difference in in wrestling now is people like there's it's it's just different like you can you can traditionally in the traditional sense Becky would have been a heel but it's 2018 2019 so here we are um the even her getting injured going into survivor series turned into making her even more hot so she she's killing the game uh go becky lynch all right number one on my list um is uh it's pretty simple and i think this is probably going to be number one on a lot of lists um probably good and bad because there's going to be people who uh just as much as i see this as a positive and i dig it uh, there are going to be other people who um, see see it completely different, and you've probably already heard all those takes. Um, number one, all in is on my list. Uh, favorite things that happened in 2018: uh, the teases, the reveals on being the elite, the whole thing with Flip wanting to be booked, and then finally getting on the show. Uh, the payoff to the Joey Ryan and Hangman Page angle. Just everything was just great, and it was so perfect within, like, this universe that the Elite have built uh, for uh, for their fans and, and the people who, who rock with that. And it's it's just really cool, um, and it's it's one of those things that's, that's really awesome in wrestling. And as an artist, uh, uh, from the music standpoint, um, it's, it's all the same thing, trying to uh, perform... For the fans and, and give the fans what they want and for me as an artist it's just really cool to see uh like a group like the elite i think of them like a band and they're just so in tune with what their fan base is rocking with right now and they're and they're just going and and you can see the the fan base is feeding off what they're what the elite is giving them and the elite is feeding off of that and it's just really cool and it's it's uh it's really fun to watch as a creative person and as a fan uh who likes who likes these kinds of things and it also kind of feels like uh as being like an independent being an indie artist uh and them doing it uh indie uh without the help of without the help of the the big label WWE you know um i don't know if you guys can hear my cat being loud as hell and lazy. 
But uh, why don't you grow some hands? No, nah, but uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it was it's kind of like watching uh, your favorite indie artists finally get the recognition that they deserve and get a Grammy. That's kind of what I felt like with All In. Like, wow, the like Cody, the the Bucks, the Elite, like they put this on pay per view themselves. Like they they did this. Like fucking good job, guys. Um, and it just makes me hope, uh, for more awesome things in wrestling that are brought to us by the people who, uh, who, who care what we want as the, as the wrestling fans, like somebody like, I, I want to go watch and support a show where I know the people who are putting on that show care that I, that I pop for the show you know what i mean so that's uh that's that's something that i'm uh that i was that that i was really into about all in and i hope that we continue to get in speaking of continuing to get all right about to close it out guys here are my five things that i am uh wishing for in 2019 so we'll go through this, uh, and then I'll drop a quick little announcement about 2019, um, as it pertains to WCOTW, and then I'll get out of your hair. Uh, number five, continue, now this is kind of piggybacking off what I had on the list, but continue to integrate the 205 Live crew into the main rosters to the point where the guys are on most of the pay-per-views, um, like, why can't a cruiserweight title match headline one of the smaller pay-per-views? Especially if the Universal Champ isn't around. Like, if you have, like, a really strong cruiserweight feud and, like, you know, it's fucking backlash or something like that. Like, you know, why Why not? Why not? Universal Champ isn't around. Uh, WWE Champ, you know, you could headline with that and then semi-main with the cruiserweight or something like that but i just want uh and and also with them uh integrating the cruisers into the main roster like i don't want the cruiserweight title to just like disappear either like i feel like that's it it should still be important it should and it can still be really dope um so yeah continue to integrate the 205 live guys and just let's just make this more of a thing um, number four, better treatment for the tag division. Uh, there's so many good tag teams and they can make that division so great, but they don't do shit with them. Uh, the war Raiders are ready to come up from NXT. You got the undisputed era where they could make two tag teams out of that if they wanted to, but you definitely have a very solid one with red dragon within there. Um, heavy machinery is on the way up. Uh, you know, you got, uh, Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, uh, will be back eventually. There's just so many, uh, so many teams, uh, that could be dope and, and they're, and they're just not letting them be great. So I need them to, I need them to do that. (laughs) Um, number three, uh, that I'm wishing for in 2019. Now, now there's, uh, some, reports that are coming out that 
may make you feel like this might be in danger. Apparently, this guy is uh, a little bit unhappy with his status. And then recently, um, with Mustafa Ali popping up on SmackDown, I'm afraid that uh, Mustafa Ali may steal uh, some of this guy's thunder and some of his push. But if you haven't figured out what I'm talking about already or who I'm talking about, uh, number three on my wish list, I want an Andrade Cien Almas title run. Uh, He's everything that they wanted Alberto Del Rio to be, but better. Uh, Great in the ring. And uh, with Zelina Vega, he has a mouthpiece who will keep him looking like a million bucks. Uh, They can even do mixed tags uh, for feuds on different levels. Uh, as well with the with the whole Vega, uh, Zelina Vega angle. Uh, imagine like a Miz and Maurice uh, versus Daniel Bryan and Brie feud, but with better ring work, you know? So um, hopefully uh, these are just rumors about him being unhappy and that they can, uh, that they can get this rolling and, and, and keep things... Uh, keep things copacetic with him. Uh, apparently, there are rumors about WWE trying to bring in Rush, um, who is who they know each other uh, from back in the Mexico days, uh, CMLL. But um, apparently, the holdup with Rush is he's like, hey man, you know, Almas isn't happy with with being there, so why am I gonna come over? So. Uh, so I don't know, but I I think it would be a shame to lose uh, to lose him, and I think that he is the future of SmackDown, uh, or he is definitely a huge part of the future of SmackDown, and a huge part of the future of the of the WWE. Uh, number two uh, that I want to see in 2019: a Jordan Grace versus Tessa Blanchard feud for the Knockouts title. I honestly feel like this could be a huge feud for Impact. If booked correctly, uh, this feud could do things similar to what Awesome Kong versus Gail Kim did. Um, Jordan Grace, uh, she she has the style, the classic style, the power. Um, and, and she'll be able to do things in the ring that are just like, oh, what the fuck? And then Tessa Blanchard, um, she has the charisma... Uh, She's also incredible in the ring, very athletic, and then she has the character. Like she's she's really knocking it out of the park. Um, I had I was f- very familiar with her in ring work, but uh, before she got to Impact, I wasn't. I would see a lot of her matches, but I wouldn't get a chance to watch too much of her like character work. Like you know, I'm not watching. I wasn't getting a chance to watch a lot of. Uh, Tessa Blanchard promos and interviews and and stuff like that but seeing her on impact like she's really got it um and she's uh she's very confident she's uh she's she's holding it down um so I feel like she could kind of leave this feud on the mic uh and kind of let Jordan Grace be a little bit more like a strong silent type or just like you know few words and I handle shit with my actions uh, type person while Tessa could be the, the big talker in this feud and um, I think I'm confident in them being able to hold up their 
end of it in the ring as well to where they could kind of drag this feud along uh for maybe you know the good part of the uh, a good first part of the year or something like that like i mean of course with jordan grace with her debut uh at the time like she's i don't think she's gonna be in title contention at the beginning of this year uh they're gonna they're gonna have to tie up some loose ends with taya but you know like say they finish that up and i could see they if they work this feud right i could see them beginning something in the summertime and culminating with a blow off at the end of the year um okay number one my uh the last thing on my list that i am wishing for in 2019 is for all elite wrestling to be real I love the idea of another promotion and a promotion that has this amount of star power off top with a chance at a TV deal and money behind it sounds great. And it would uh, raise competition across the industry and hopefully create uh, better products all around for all of us wrestling fans who are who are watching wrestling. Because at the end of the day, we just want all of our all the wrestling to be the best. And for most of us. Uh, the time that we remember wrestling being the best was when it was the Monday Night Wars and they were battling head to head. So the more competition, the, uh, the the better products we should get, right? I mean, that's 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 what it seems like. Um. So yeah, guys, that's that's it. That's the holiday episode. Um. Oh yeah, I said I was gonna have some uh, special announcements. So coming in twenty nineteen. We're going to have the WCOTW YouTube channel coming. So that's right. I'm going to be expanding uh, my, content, my, uh, my content to YouTube. Uh, so I'm going to be giving you guys wrestling content, not only the podcast, but also some extra content over there on YouTube. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have a video drop in early 2019, uh, probably in time for the Royal Rumble. Uh, and we're going to have stuff... Uh, just coming out consistently after that so uh stay tuned for that and also uh if you've been listening to the show um since i started i appreciate you i love you thank you and i just want you to know that also in 2019 i'm gonna be adding a partner i'm gonna be adding somebody on not all the time but uh for uh you know special correspondence for pay-per-views and 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 the like and and uh and and sometimes just 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 to be on so um you guys you guys are going to get more details for that also in 2019 leading up to the royal rumble uh but for now that's it uh thanks for rocking with me thanks for being here 2018 i appreciate you guys um if it was a rough year for you, um, then just hang in there. It's going to get better. 2019, it's our year. We're kicking ass. Let's do it. Um, thanks, guys, and uh, I'll see you soon. Peace.